Celebrities, pop culture, and comedy. This next guest needs some beauty and health. Please welcome to the studio right now. Michael Anoche, what's up, bro? Oh, oh, me? Yeah, I'm talking about you. That's crazy. I thought I, I was naturally. I think I thought I had it naturally. I think because you hang out with Cristalia so yeah, much that I'm uglier. You just start looking tired all the time. Oh, well, you know, you have such early guests. This Yo, is early. What What are you talking about? It's in the middle of the day. I've been For up, who? For me, I've been up since 5 a.m. We don't live your world. Well, I mean, only successful people live my world, like The Rock, me, and Dalia. I'm sure Chris gets up early only if he's getting paid. Well, hey, you get paid every day. That's what happens. I guess. But but you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about this clip. We're going to play this clip. Will, the engineer, uh, we're about to play this clip. And listen to yourself. Yeah. On your Instagram page. Tell everybody your Instagram page. At Michael Inochi. Okay, listen. Just my name. Yeah. Listen to yourself right here. Yeah. Got to... Not everything's going to be easy, guys, and that's the lesson we're going to learn in life. And if if you've had an easy life, that's great. Then you should help other people have an easier life. Okay. I, got <laughs> I mean, I, I swear to God, I say things, and as they come out of my mouth, I shock myself because I'm not thinking. If you guys think that <laughs> I think before I say things, you're wrong. All right. We're going to start being honest. You're not thinking. I don't I think. Like, you're like yeah. – I'm not thinking. I'm just talking. Yeah, you're just talking. I'm just talking. You never think. It's a a stream of conscience. Oh, uh, consciousness. Consciousness. (laughs) All right, yo. What? How do I say the word? Oh my! It doesn't matter how you say the word. But you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah. Well, you're saying you don't ever think. You just talk. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's how you have. Only except with stand up, obviously. That there's thinking. No, I think it's pretty much the same on that. A little bit, but there are bits. Yeah. Thank you. I got him to it. You got no. You got yeah, that, yeah, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't bring you on the road. Yeah, yeah, Chris wouldn't true. bring you if you weren't funny. You're a funny guy, dude. You know what? I was really doubting myself, so I'm glad I came here. Well, tonight. after performing with me, I understand because okay, let, let's talk about this, and All then right, we're yeah, gonna yeah. get it. No, I want to talk about your video first because okay. I love talking to you. So you put out this video. You have a huge Crystalia fan base because yeah, yeah. you tour with them all across yeah, yeah, the country, yeah, yeah. and you said they went after you. Some, not all. What are they saying? I would like, say like maybe ten people. So what's a Crystalia fan saying to you? I think like some of them will be like uh, like I I don't know how they found me. I would assume most of them see my stand up and then if they What do you mean you don't know? You travel with Crystalia. Sure, yeah, but sometimes you do get followers just from like being in a tag or commenting on his thing. Yep. So maybe they they're not all from necessarily shows. So I think if they're from shows then they know my personality more, they know my stand up, but some of them were like, "Oh, what are you trying to do another congratulations pod? And I'm like, just because I'm doing a single man pod. And they're like, oh, nice wood background. I'm like, it's the same studio I use for my other podcast, Guys Night Out. It's just like, what are you talking about? And then So it's, people think you're copying yes, Chris Celia. Which is the one thing that will really get under a comedian's skin. 100%. Like, oh, don't, don't think that. To where I'm even going, Chris, am, am I missing something here? Because I'm pretty self-aware. And he so, goes, no. So let's walk people through this. Yes. You come out with that post. Yeah. Uh, which is like the week five of me doing this okay and you're trying i mean that post that was your attempt to be funny correct yes okay and it was funny yeah yeah. it was cute i wouldn't say it was yeah it's cute again it's not even i'm just like cat i i i go back and i watch and go oh that's hilarious that i i'm just so you thought that that. was hilarious yeah because i'm like i know how dumb it is yeah yeah you know what i mean it's dumb yes and i (laughs) yes but I know, but I know that's what I like. You yeah, know, but that's I'm you. just riffing. You yeah, know you're what just mean? riffing. Okay, so, so then uh, some yeah, Crystalia some. fans attack you. It kind of bothers you. What yeah, are sometimes. they saying on Instagram? Like they'll be like, oh, uh, like there there would be like a couple comments of like, oh, are you, uh, oh, it seems like you're trying to do a congratulations pod. I'm like, well, now you're not even doing research. Like, listen to what my, my first of all, his is like 
I don't even know. I don't even listen. But I, I, it's like him shitting on things and riff like on stuff. Mine's a motivational podcast. I'm here to motivate you and get your week started. It's the takeover. We're gonna take over the week and we're gonna help each other become better. Right? How are we gonna do that? We're gonna start with listening to the podcast on Monday mornings. We're gonna take over the week. And That's the, what we do. The podcast, and Michael Anoche takeover. Yeah, the takeover with Michael Anoche, and it helps motivate you. Okay, so, so and we're so, a positive podcast, so we don't want negative things. So, so all these negative people are coming in your world, and it affects block. you. It affects your positive podcast so much. So I block them. So you block them, and then you reach out to Chris and go, "What am I doing? Hey, wrong? Am I missing something?" And he goes, "No, not at all. I just needed that affirmation." Okay, and because for a second you think, and then you're like, "Oh, they don't realize that." Like, hey, every single comedian that gets this industry has a podcast. Okay, it's a perfect example. I was on Chelsea lately. Yeah. And I was the one everybody shitted on on Chelsea. Uh-huh. They made fun of me, you know, because yeah, yeah. I always defended the celebrity because I worked for E. Sure. So every but you took ca- it like a champ. But I took it like a champ. That was my that. job on the show. Sure. I was the little per- I was the little brother that always got beat up. Yeah. Kind of like you with Chris, yeah. you know. So, but people got like who, true Chelsea Handler fans were mad I was on the show. And they and they would reach out to me and go, stop putting yourself on that show. Like, I was booking myself. Like, I was showing up to NBC. That makes you so angry. Yeah, it, it's like, they, and it used to get out of my skin, but then I let it go because they were just ignorant. Yeah. You think any person could just walk into a studio and be like, hey, I'm on the show. Yeah. Chelsea controlled every single bit of her show. If she didn't want you on the show, you weren't on the show. Yeah. But her fans, because Chelsea played like she hated me on the show. Sure. Because I was, that was Which our shtick. Yeah. You know, like Heather Longboots was Heather McDonald. Joe Coy was gay on his show. You know, that was, she put, she labeled everybody as something and I was the celebrity kiss ass. Yeah. So her fans literally thought I just showed up and put myself Would on the show. Would you respond sometimes? I would. In the beginning. Well, in the beginning. I did it like twice. And then uh, Michael Cox was like, do you understand what you're doing? You're creating emotion. That means people care whether you're on the show or not. Because the fans that liked me were like, oh, man, you take it like a champ. Like, you you also build up a group that are like, oh, that's a good guy because he can take it. Yeah. You know, so he goes, so many people are on the show that there's no tweets. There's no nothing to them after the show. Yeah. Literally, good and bad tweets. Yeah. Filled up my timeline every, so I at least got a reaction out of somebody. And sure. Michael Cox was the head booker at Chelsea at the uh-huh. time, so I was like, "Oh, this is great." He goes, "People care when you're on, whether it's good or bad. People have emotion towards you." Where a lot of comedians would just go on and kind of just like you would never know they were on. Yeah, you know. So I, it's that's similar. Uh, I, I not to get off point, but I remember Bobby Lee once saying to me when I was younger, he's like, "If if, if you think uh, other comedians hate you or something, that's good." No, I don't know like, about that. Like, like, like you, I understand Bobby. Do you know what, what he's I mean? saying? It means he, he's that. Like, he's like, nobody cares about someone who's not doing something. That is true. You know what I mean? That is true. But I think now. I'm not saying like hate and like, oh, that's a bad guy. It's no, a, but. It, a jealousy or something like that. Well, jealousy, yeah, because you're like, why is this person getting it? Sure. And I'm not getting it. I mean, that's that's common. That's in yeah. every business. So you For can work sure. at oh, Bank I, yeah, of yeah. America. It's like, why am I a teller and that guy's a manager? Yeah, he's teller one, I'm teller four. Yeah, I was on know? fries and you're yeah. on register. What? what exactly. What's happening? Yeah. You know, you can't even speak. Yeah. You know, but I. I what I love, I, what I think is happening in comedy, and you're in the clubs more, I feel like it's chilling out where people are kind of supporting each other more than hating. Where For when sure. I started, we started about the same time. Yeah. I'm just way more successful. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, you, you had a bigger trampoline. Oh, what a, oh, oh you have Chris D'Elia as one, one of the biggest, one of the biggest female okay, comics right. of all time. 100% well played, Michael. <laughs> uh, but I feel like 
I mean, eight, nine years ago, it yeah. was cutthroat. Like, people really hated on other people if you started to get some success. And especially for me coming from Chelsea, because yeah. I never wanted to do stand I probably didn't life. see it as much as you because you came from some sort of, like, yeah. I wasn't even involved in anything. I'm still doing open mics. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like it is. But don't you feel like some comedians, like, coming up were like, why is he touring with Crystal Lee? Sure. Do you feel that? Um, uh, or no? More maybe when I first did it. Maybe when I first did it. Or, like, you, like around, like, you would hear door guys sometimes be like, they'll make, like, uh, uh, comments of, like, oh, yeah, but you, you're... You're just an opener for like this guy, and you're like, uh, yeah, okay. But in 20 years, you know, like yeah. I'll be glad I did that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we'll make comments, but like, hey, man, but you're you're fucking a door guy. Are like, you, what are you talking about? Are you ever scared? Because you know, let's be honest, Chris Celia pays a yeah. lot of bills for you when sure. he takes you on the road. You ever scared? You can get that phone call, and he goes, "All right, dude, I gotta move to somebody else. You need to do your own no, thing." No, it would be my decision, which is like a, okay. a little adjacent to like what he like setting myself up to do that with podcast and one-nighters and stuff like that. And I see you starting to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he would have my back. There's no doubt. No 100%. What. So yeah. you could if I ever was like, hey, this is a, a tough couple months for me, he's like, I got you. That's dope, There would man. never be, like, I don't even have to ever worry about that. It would just be when I'm ready and, you know, I, I, I'm at a point in my business where, like, the number one thing for me is, like, how do I get better as a stand-up? And that's stage time. Okay. So, like, you know, I was just, like, on Monday night, I was at the Oyster Bar. And I did 20 minutes in some bar for, like, five people. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Do you... Okay, so you tour with Chris, you yeah. tour with me. Besides yeah. his crowds being a lot bigger, is there a difference in our crowds? Well, yeah, of course. Like, the age difference? What? what um, because no. I, I noticed, like, you really... Like, backstage, you really going through your head, like, okay, I'm going to go this, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to try this, and I'm going to try this. What Chris audience, I know you know them, you've been touring with them, and you crush it. What was it... I don't want to say harder, but it, was it more of a no, challenge? No, I think with your crowd, I was more... It was good to be in the club. I was, I was more of like, oh, I want to get more work done. I, okay. I, I, I get less writing done... And some of the, those shows because it's like let's go. Where it's just two man show. Two man show. So you I'm doing crush. 20 minutes. Let's go. And like in between, I'll do more. But with you, if I was in the club with Chris, there would be a lot more all over the place. Okay, for sure. Because there's more leeway. There might be like a, a host. But with you, we, we, the it was our first time. But like we were talking, and I was just like, I got the feeling that dude, I we had the host, and it was like, oh, I could there could be a, a lull for like. Five, yeah. six minutes and I'll be okay. I, like, I felt comfortable enough to, I was I, like, I, I could take some chances here and, like, really, like, try to build I another felt, 10 minutes. I felt, because Craig Conan goes yeah. out with me, too, and he's hit some walls at times yeah. where he's like, yo, uh, the yeah. crowd's not feeling me because my crowd is more family-oriented, sure. like, families come out. But what I loved is, I think the first show you kind of test the stuff out and you're like, oh, they like the dirtiest yeah. stuff from me. Which, so yeah. I'm going to go for it. So I think when comedians come on the road with me, they're thinking, because I'm so family friendly, yeah, yeah, yeah. that my crowd is just like like a Jim Gaffigan crowd, which sure. they're not at all. Sure. My, my crowd is just people that used to watch Chelsea that now have kids. I, I, I mean, I was talking about that. I was like, I was like, I, lo- I love that. Like, um, it kind of was a boost of confidence when I was with you. I was like, man, I have all this material that I can pick from. Yeah. And be like, I got this no matter what. Like, I was like, okay. Oh, you want to go this way? Then I can. Like I was explaining to someone, I was like, we're on stage. I'm readjusting my routine in my head what while did, I'm on stage. It's just like cool. So I was like, oh, this is. F-. It was just more. It's fun. 
it's just fun because it's a different exercise. You know what I mean? It's like switching gyms. Yeah. Which is like, it's so weird. I'm doing that right now. I'm in the process of moving to a different gym next month. So Which it's like, gym are you going to? Which e- gym are you East, at? Which gym are I'm you at like- Crunch. I'm going to go to Easton on Beverly. On Beverly across is it Swingers. cheaper or something? Same price, but it's walking distance. And okay. it's just like, but it's like the workouts I do are going to be different now. You know what I mean? As in what? Because there's going to be different machines, different, like, everything's different. Like, even if it's, like, one little thing, you're going to switch some stuff up. Your routine will uh, change a little bit. I talk about that on my podcast. I was like, little changes, like, like every two, three years, uh, I I rearrange my room. Do you really? Yeah. Because okay. it gives a different. Uh, I just what do they move. say? Function. I don't. I don't change. I move. Well, well, well like I'll I, be doing that too when I have millions of dollars. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, okay. I don't want to change up a room. I well, change. it's different. But, but, but I, yes. you got to understand when I, I. It's not like I have tons of money no, right I now. Know. But when I, I when I, I'm I, aware. I, I, <laughs> I lived in uh, my first seven years. I moved six times, and it wasn't because I had a lot of money. I yeah, just yeah. didn't like where I lived. Sure. No. And I. And I've. Was like that in for the first four or five years in, in Hollywood. But now I'm like, oh, I'm in this place and I'm going to stay in this place until I either live by myself or f- save money to get a, a two bedroom place or something like that. Now, if I had my own uh, place, like I probably wouldn't arrange, rearrange my room. But because. Then oh, yeah. You have I, you two know what roommates. I mean? Yeah. So it's like How something like. 35. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that, is that, are you proud of that? Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we live in LA, so it's, it's not, you know. What does that have to do with it? It's very expensive. Okay. And I, you know, I travel a lot, so I need somebody to watch my dog. That's my biggest excuse right <laughs> So now. you have two roommates to watch your dog? Well, you well know, played. he needs to go out twice a day. So one per, one per, one per walk. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, so do you pay the most rent out of your place? No. no really? No. Why so, would we? So, it's a, it's it's even. Yeah. It's so everybody has a bathroom in their room. And no, no, no. There's oh, two bathrooms. Ba- I share. I what share you, a bathroom. You, you know share, this. No, I know that. But the other roommate, he has his own bathroom. Yes. So he should pay more. He does actually okay, a little good, bit. Good. But yeah, like a little bit more. But in, just in case he listens, I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. It's the Michael Yo Show. All right, before we get into the podcast, I just want to let you know, uh, me, Ernie, we put this podcast together for free. It's for you at no charge. We only ask you a couple of things. If you could, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we need the comments and the stars. It means a lot. It moves us up in the charts. We're getting great momentum, and we appreciate you. That's all we ask. That's all we ask. We do this for free. Please subscribe. Subscribe. Start up and leave a comment. Thanks for listening to the Michael Yo Show. All right, we are back. I want to talk about cancel culture. Yeah. Right now and stand up. We saw Dave Chappelle's special, Get yeah. Some Heat. Uh, this comedian, SNL, yeah. Shane Gillis. Yeah. Did you watch the videos? Did you see everything? I saw, Which, I, saw I guess I, I watched like 30 seconds. Okay, ago. what'd you think? Do you think, you, well, I want to get your thoughts and then we'll go into other questions. I don't know him. I've never seen him do stand-up. Um, I watched the video and I got the vibe that like, I don't think they were saying like, uh, I, I don't think they're from deep down in their heart racists. I think they are just. They were doing it for show. They were dumb. Yeah. I mean, like I would have made that mistake in 2010 or something. I mean, grant, granted, this was a couple of years ago. So I think I would have been more well aware of like what not to say. But like, I, I it sucks, I think. Yeah, the thing not, is, the, you're being very careful what you say. I could tell. Like, I, you're, I no, you're, I, I'm not afraid because I, I, I don't think I'm. I, I'm not going that route. 
Yeah, see, I, I, I want to be in control of this. Like, I, I like the Rogan route or, or the Andrew Schultz route. Like, I, I want to be in control of like what I want. I want to. I want to build a fan base and sell tickets and, and answer to nobody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, what's interesting to me is that being said, f all these. <laughs> <laughs> right. But what's interesting to me is you know I, I've toured in Philly. I, I've gone to Philly. Hey, Philly, Philly's a great place, but you know they they I don't want to. They're not racist. But they're, they're known to be, they if they have something to say, they'll say it. Hold on. Is he a Philly guy? Is that he's why? From, I, oh, I believe okay. he's from okay. Philly. Okay. So I can see these conversations happen a lot more in Philly than they would happen here. Sure. They would happen a lot more in the South than they would happen in New York. Sure. You know, and I think uh, a lot of times comics uh, geographically will say things because that's what they're used to saying in that area like for instance like and, and it's all bad yeah right but if you're if everybody's talking like that it's kind of not a big deal in that market i'm yes, gonna give you an example I agree. dating la new york you get married later yes. my friends they have like four kids that are in college yeah now you know what i mean and yeah, i'm yeah, just yeah. getting started so for geographically sure. it's different so like i don't give them a pass on it but it's a thing where it's kind of like I feel like the cancel culture is kind of like what Dave Chappelle talked about in a stand up. Like you do too much of it, it's going to backfire. And then instead of people holding back, they're going to go even more in and you won't be able to stop that avalanche that's coming. Yeah. Because look, the dude gets his big shot. What he said was absolutely wrong. I saw all my Asian friends going at him. I saw everybody going at him. Oh, you know? so you, you were you were you like? I, did you get where he was coming from? I, or were you I, like, no, no, no. Oh, did you think? Oh, come on! I man. would have never said something like that. Sure, but I understand geographically. Maybe I'm thinking because I've been in Philly several yeah, yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know how people speak in Philly. Uh-huh. You know, uh, and I'm not just blaming this on Philly. I think geographically, people talk different, and it's not right. Sure. But I'm sure that the the whole Asian slurs and all that stuff is used a lot more in Philly than it's used here. Yeah, you know, I'm sure in sure. Houston it's used a lot more than in Philly. So I think I think he got caught up into that. I think the other guy, they both were wrong, but the other guy was kind of egging him too. Sure, it's kind of like be funny. But let's at, go. With but this. at the thing, yeah, they were like they. That's what I'm saying is in the video you could tell like they. I, you could tell that they think this is being funny. They, yeah, do you know what I mean? And, Which and, is just a a mistake. It is a mistake. That's it. It wasn't like you. It's not like. Uh, He's a rapist. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like, where you're, you're like, my intent is to do bad right now. He was making fun of the way people talk, but what's interesting is, like, it'd be like, listen, you know, like when someone is like, uh, uh, they get known as a, um, where they expose themselves or something, like because they were peeing in public. Yes. But they can get that. Uh-huh. It's kind of like that. Like like oh, oh, like when you have to register as a sex offender. Sex offender. Like, the, the guy was just drunk and he pissed in the bushes, bushes but, but now, now he's, he's a, a sex, sex offender. offender. That's, I, I'm not saying it's the same, but I'm like, this kid was like, he was On making a podcast, a, yeah. trying to be funny. If there was podcasts in, but before here's we problem. got they here, found, I said. But they found other stand-up clips of him they doing did. that. Yeah. It wasn't just, a, I would have given him. Were the jokes a, funny? No, but it doesn't matter if yeah. they're funny or not because you know that's so subjective. You sure. know, I've, I have I have friends that don't think literally. My barber, who's black, that works at a black barber shop, doesn't think Dave Chappelle is funny. And to me, I'm like, 
you're ignorant. How yeah, do you, yeah, yeah. But it, that's when no, you're, that's why you're like comedy's so subjective. Yes. You know, before all this stuff happened to Louis C.K., yeah. I never got his comedy. Oh, really? You know what I mean? He, I wasn't a fan. But Bill Burr, I get 100%. Yeah. You know, so I think it's so subjective. So it doesn't matter if it's funny or not, because somebody will find that funny. Sure. What I find is interesting is two levels where after this happened, the guy got tons of followers from the super right. Yeah. Because it, it's funny that when. I guess you could say Hollywood, and I'm putting it in quotes. Yeah. Cancels you for a job. You may get a lot of followers that have your back that you might not necessarily want. Sure. You know, it's kind of like Bill Bird talks about, you know, if he talks about guns or uh, some ethnic joke about a black person, white people after show come up, hey, you know what? I agree with it. He's like, hey, I don't mean it. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. jokes. But I just feel like he was being dumb. That conversation. It's almost like, I know we try to recreate, oh, we're just boys hanging out. Sure. But this is on camera. Yeah. This is being taped. This is going out live. Yeah. We know we wouldn't say certain things that we said in the green room the other day. Yeah. We wouldn't bring that to this because there's no... (laughs) 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 That was the creepiness coming out of Michael Inoche. But I just feel that, you know, it's... But I mean, dude, like, like before I even got to LA, I was saying things that you can't say today. Because well, it was okay but at that time, like it, it wasn't publicly. Like I, I think I, I don't want to. I think Eric Griffin made a joke about this, but it's it's actually kind of true. It's when Kobe said the homophobic word and yeah. got caught saying it. That's when they were like. That's when it publicly became a thing of like, hey, may, no, you can't be saying this word anymore. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah I know yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. You know but what I'm I also I also feel that it's a thing where you know. Just me, you see it through life is like, here's what's funny is Shane Gillis is getting all this. And because it happened recently. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, everybody's celebrating his new special coming out if it comes out on Netflix. Yes. And there's no way those two specials could ever air today. Yeah. And he's apologized for it several times. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, oh, yeah. yeah. He's apologized for it. But what I'm saying is like, one dude is penalized and he goes, and his audience and the people to support him go, well, and then reaching back, like, what about Eddie Murphy? What about this? I was like, it's a different time. Yeah, I don't I was think like, you I was should, like 100 years ago, 150 years ago. I don't think you have to apologize. Of what? Like, Eddie Murphy shouldn't have to apologize for that special. That, 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 and, and that time... But, but I also... If, if you consciously don't... Know, know, like, if you know it's wrong to do, and then you're doing it, then yes, you should apologize. No, you know it was wrong. No, because that's how we spoke. So it's like, it was in sitcoms. Someone brought that up, I feel like, on a special. So, so, but the thing is, once you realize it was wrong... Eddie Murphy, like then you're like, oh, I apologize for that. I, I grown. I mean, that's the thing. It, people, but you didn't. But the, the, but he didn't grow. He did grow. No, he, we he we knows we, that's a wrong. Society, now. A we, society we, grew. We, but at the time, he wasn't like being like that's just how we spoke. There was there's not. I, I don't think there's something wrong. But have you never like done that. something wrong to somebody? And, but, or something wrong that you apologize for later. But, well, my th- but that my thing is it wasn't wrong back then because the, nobody was saying it was wrong. It, it, it would be different if he stole. But he, but he wasn't put on the spot. Yeah, to apologize. Yeah, yeah. He just said, "Hey, my stand up back then wasn't appropriate." To you know, like today though. Today, but yeah. So that's why I'm saying that he shouldn't uh, like. My, uh, I, I want to make sure I'm clear. Uh, so I don't no, get no, offended. I understand what you you're know saying. What I, mean? like, I, don't, like, I don't think he should have to. If, if, if what he was saying in 19, was it in 79, 80, what he's saying is inappropriate. Almost 40 years so, ago. So let me ask you this. Why should he have and, to apologize? And, and, and let me ask you this because, you know, once you start reaching back, yeah. 
everybody can reach back further. For further. sure. So if you're a white person, and this yeah. is not, this is no way, like, if you're a white person and say you're 150 years old, now, yeah. right? Which no white person is. Yeah. And you had slaves. Yeah. And today you're still alive. You go, well, I shouldn't apologize. Everybody had slaves back then. Do you believe in that? That's a good point. I mean, everybody had them. And, but they're raised in a world, a world to think that that is okay. But you're not human enough to, to know, know it's not. But that's different because it's like a physical uh, thing. You're slaving a human. But to say a slur is way how because not just say a slur. I mean that whole his first and seconds it was like slur fest, homophobic, slurs. Uh, homophobic. Like but back, but but AIDS talked about. But I guess back then the only slur you couldn't say, like you you wouldn't want to say, was like it would, it would be the N word. Yeah, which is the same about today, pretty much. But you hear it more in stand up than you did back then because there's more black comics out. I don't see I white people running around. The slavery thing is a good. Uh, I mean, anal- no, I know analogy. it's two different. Yeah, person- yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a stretch. Trust me. I sure. know people watching. This is a freaking stretch. Yeah, we're just. But I'm just trying to figure it out ourselves. Yeah, yeah so, but I'm uh, saying there are bad things that happened in the past. Yes, I guess that's a good point. But I also believe that people will reach to the past and say, "Well, it was okay." This is what I don't like. Yeah, is when people reach in the past and go, "Well, it's okay back then. Why isn't it okay now?" You just got to understand times have changed. Yeah, yeah. We, we've uh, evolved and become smarter and, and learned. In some, what, in some cases. Yeah. But I, I also think, you know, I think the whole thing is. But, but my whole if, if that clip from the, the Gillis, is that his last name? Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Yeah. If that clip was from 2009, and I would be like, you know, nobody was stopping people from saying So we didn't think it was bad to say it. Like, like if going back to the slavery thing, I think people knew like this isn't right. Like even some of but the not even but, some of the Nazis were like, "This is horrible," but I don't want to get shot in the head by my general. I got you, but this was nobody was going to shoot people in the head for not wanting slaves. Now, I mean, some a, pe- yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, we don't want to get too way deep off in course, it, but I feel but like some I, people probably knew like this is wrong, but like it, maybe like. Uh, Looting, like right, like yeah. and, and, like people are like, well, I mean, everyone, the else, is everyone else is doing it, so I, yeah. I might as well. It doesn't make it right. You're right. No, yeah, I understand. I think, I, I think, in one thing, like if we want to talk politics for a second, I hate when flip flop. They call them flip flops. Uh-huh. But if you say something today and tomorrow, you say something different. That's different. But when uh, politicians say. Ten years ago, you said this, and now you're changing your view. Oh yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's stupid. You know how much stuff I thought was true ten years ago yeah. that I don't believe so in. That's now? exactly what they're doing to these comedians sometimes, or you know, I mean, well, not with shame, but like I've seen like when, the Kevin Hart thing. Yeah. So it, you know, which which I I think that was the example someone used in a special is like you're going after him from a 2009 tweet, and in Friends they're doing the same type of jokes or something like that. One of these hits. I think I think it's all. I think I think it happens when, uh, like, for right now, just right now, and yeah. I think it's only going to be another year where people are ultra sensitive, uh-huh. but everything everything uh, gets flipped on its head, and then it goes the other way. For instance, I'm gonna say it like this, and I'm totally switching topics. Yeah, here, yeah. But me and my wife watched The Bachelor, uh-huh. The Bachelor in Paradise last night. Sure. Pete, the pilot, he's a pilot. Is a white guy. Everybody thought Big Mike. Should have been the bachelor. He's a black guy, but we all in my. Here's what's interesting: since my wife married me, she notices different things that happen to the ethnic community, especially black people. When it doesn't affect you, you don't really know. 
Yeah, you know what I mean. Because yeah, sure. you, it doesn't affect you. Like my wife notices on TV when black people get shot. Now my wife sees how people look at our son when she's with him alone. You know, my wife ah. was very upset that she knows the bachelor didn't pick, in her words, didn't pick a black guy because they don't think it would rate. You know what I mean? Oh, so oh, they overcompensate. My wife said, and I don't even get. My wife's already looked at the girls. She said, you know what? They didn't put in a black bachelor, but guess what they did to, to try to pretend like, oh, it wasn't about him being black. They put a lot more black girls in for the white bachelor, which they're all going to get eliminated. He's not going to marry a black girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like they're overcompensating in one because they want to say, we're not racist. We put more black people on, more black girls that, on this season. That is true about like if you don't notice, like like maybe it's the Internet change changed everything it made you see like i think because i grew up in the suburbs of south florida i didn't think racism i didn't think it was like i didn't even know like i maybe i had like one to two black kids in my class but i didn't even think that like i thought oh this that's i thought that's how it was all over the country do you know what i mean just one or two black kids yeah in every yeah, class no, I I growing you. up i had you only no know idea what you, you, you only know, what you know you this say. is the night so you only yeah so I, I i thought everything's great like you learn about like history and i'm like oh this is like everything's so, fine there's there's no racism there's no cop like and then like when you see the big picture of like how uh okay in the 60s was the segregation uh and, and like the civil rights movement yep. and then 70s and then you think about it, like if that happened in the 60s then for sure in the 70s and 80s they're still not accepting it and it's going to take a long time yeah so then that means in the 90s they're still suppressing it with police like no stay in your neighborhood like it all makes sense now but you have no idea like when i you grow up you're like there's no way the world's like that yeah because, because I, I didn't live know. in a big city or see it but i think if i grew up in la you would see like oh my god well it was more mixed especially living in the bay area i mean you're yeah. all mixed like they grew up in the 70s everybody was mixed yeah so they didn't have to deal with that but uh, as much but what what i'm saying is like my wife for the first time and i'm happy to see it yeah because you know like she's from wyoming she lives in la she's a beautiful white girl blue eyes yeah you know family is literally sisters huh no okay uh and literally her family's like the brady bunch <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, a straight up Brady. Oh bunch. yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, like she's a, never had a broken family. That's perfect. <laughs> oh yeah, you know it's like a perfect Which family. Never happens. Yeah. So it's a thing where she hasn't experienced anything like that. Now, you know, I hate when people jump on other people for not understanding their problems. Like where white people go, well, uh, we deal with cop beatings too. It goes, okay, that's great. But we're saying we have a like yeah. everybody's problem has to be bigger than somebody else's problem. Yeah, yeah. Like like you can't like for instance, uh, if you're gay, but if you're gay and black, that's a bigger problem than just being gay. You know what I mean? It's like oh no, I have a big problem. No, I have a bigger problem. You know, yeah, yeah. like so everybody wants their problems to be bigger than the other person's. Where it's like we need to just all address we got problems. Yeah. Like there's problems, and even if it doesn't happen to you, like the first thing I hear. Black people getting shot. First thing I hear is like, oh, well, they must have did something bad. You know? Oh, yeah. Maybe he had a parking ticket, so he should get shot. And then you see videos of other... Well, what did he say? Oh, what did he say? You know what did I mean? Did he talk back? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, it's so Don't ridiculous back, to dude. that point, you know? So, I think that I think everybody right now is oversensitive. And actually, I'm working on a new bit. Yeah. And I'm going to give out the first line. But it, 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 it's this whole thing of... How come it's easier to cancel a person than a gym membership? 
You know, and that's where it all launches off. It's easier to cancel a person in their life yeah. than a gym membership. For With sure. a gym membership, they were like, you got to come in and talk to the manager. Talk to the manager. Then they say, you got to write a letter. Then I write a letter. Then the guy said, you got to wait 30 sure days. Wanna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah are you yeah. sure you want to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, that's a problem when you can cancel. Because today's society, it's easy to cancel people when all you need, all it takes is 10 seconds. I yeah. sent out a tweet. It's done. Hopefully, a retweet. They're canceled. Or just a complaint. Do you think he should have lost the job? Shane Gillis? Yeah. I'm on the fence on that. I think, okay, if I'm an employer and I'm bringing in that yeah. to a staff that doesn't support that, yeah. I, I wouldn't hire him. Now, yeah. on the other hand, if I had a staff that was more risque and they it was a different show, yeah. say like a show on HBO, sure. and they pushed the limits. Yeah. Like, like... I okay. For instance, if I was a Asian version of Dave Chappelle and this guy said Ching Chong and all that stuff, I would want him on the show because I was like, this dude went against us. I think he could find stuff that we can't find. Sure. But for an SNL show where everybody's super liberal, uh, and even if you're not liberal, that's not, that staff. I'm sure they talk to people like, do you want to work? That, with them? Okay. Uh, so it's it, but because if it's an individual job. They might if it was just oh you're gonna host a show by yeah. yourself it's your staff it's different than bringing somebody into a to team a team yeah 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 for then sure saying because then you got to do go you to- think he did do you think uh, Lauren Michaels it, it, talked to everyone was like hey what do you think about this or do you think it's well, an executive think, decision I don't that- I don't think he talked to anybody it's his decision it's- but I think people hit him up if I was on that if I was on uh, the staff say I was a veteran like uh, who's been on that staff for a while Keenan Thompson yeah. If he's not on it this year, but if he was he on isn't. it, I think he has an NBC show coming out. He finally retired. I think so, but I'm not sure. Okay, but I would imagine voluntarily people that were in with Michaels goes, man, that's messed up. And then you hired your first Asian sure. ever, yeah, yeah, on the show. Well, it would have been great if he was like, I'm all about him. Like if he did a tweet or something. Now, if I, I think if he would have said that. Like, hey, people make mistakes. It's no big deal. He didn't say anything, did he? No, he didn't. But he he should out of it because this is his big break. Sure, you don't. Because what if that? What if everybody turns on you? I know. Poor him and the girl. Like, nobody's talking about them. They're talking about this other kid. Yeah, but they got jobs, so it's all good. That's true. It's like Karamo Brown. He is on Queer Eye, and he's known for bringing people together and helping them through their problems. And a lot of people hate that Sean Spicer. Is on Dancing with the Stars. Uh-huh. So Karamo just goes, hey, you know what? I, I, I'm I excited to get to know him in a different capacity. Freaking people went nuts on the left. Like, oh, he lied. He was this. How could you want to get to know him? Oh, this, man. Have you not seen this guy on TV? This is what he does. No, yeah. He fixes relationships. Wow. He tries to understand people. So I just think right now cancel culture is way, it's gone way too much. It, it's, it's over the top. Like people are canceling people. I mean, and, the perfect- it's such a millennial thing because yeah. it doesn't take a lot of work. If it took a lot of work, I would respect it more. You know what I mean? But literally it's like, tweet. I mean, dude, it goes to, I mean, just an example of how ridiculous it is. I did a college with Chris maybe like a year ago, and they wrote up a review about me because I said an insensitive joke or something that offended them. It's yeah. just like you're writing a review about the opener. That's why I stopped doing colleges. <laughs> I was like, you college also, kids They were are- laughing. They were like a fan base, but like all it takes is like 10 people to be like, oh, wow. That's why I don't do colleges. They're, they're like... I. Made a domestic violence joke. Hey, it happens. Yeah. Every day. There's a reason I brought it up. I brought yeah. awareness. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, you know what? Uh, so I'm writing this children's book. I signed a deal to write this children's book. And it's almost like, it's kind of like comedy now. It's like writing children's book. That In children's books, the big rule they gave me when I was writing it is you can't introduce problems to audit to the kid audience because they've never seen that before. Yeah, that's so a parent's job. Yeah, so I can't put in a book. Oh, such and such got in a fight with such and such because they don't know what fighting yeah. is. Which I respect. I don't want to be the person. But, that but put the in. illustration, maybe you could put like little no, context clues no. with like an empty bottle no? on the floor. Like, no. oh, his dad must be an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just like every scene you have, but there is an empty Jack Daniels bottle in the uh, corner uh, outline on the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whoa, who's tracing people? What on is the that street? mirror on that table over there? You're gonna the ruin my book deal. Like, <laughs> I have no comment book deal. I have, but they were like, you can't introduce problems, and I That's feel interesting. like when you do a college because. You don't want to be the book to introduce, like, fighting. So that's, like, if they deal with racial stuff, they would go, yellow and blue lived in this town, and red and pink lived in this town. And, oh, they they couldn't get, a, they couldn't mix, but then they found each other, they had a lot in common, and then they mixed. So now they're purple. You know, whatever. Yeah. You know? So they introduce it like that, uh. not, not that... Yellow and red hated black and blue because black and blue, they wouldn't say that. They would go like, oh, they lived in two different towns. And guess what? Red met blue and they were hanging out and they're like, we should hang out more. So then yellow and pink came down, you know, and then they'll all figure it out when they get older. Exactly. It's all on the Internet. It is. Think about how smart you or like how much knowledge you would have. Dude, my kid is two and a half years old. And he knows this how much he, he this is how much he knows a phone. Literally, my wife gets text messages while he's watching a cartoon. He flicks up. Like, literally, text message coming, he'll push it up. Oh, on the, oh, oh, wow, on the, on the phone. Funny. Just, He's already iPad. like, bye. He's like, yeah, bye. Like, when somebody calls, sends him a voicemail. Hilarious. To watch his cartoon. Yeah, yeah. doesn't hand the phone to mama. Doesn't. No, just, and I got so mad at my wife because I got her another phone just for him to watch videos because I would try to call her. Yeah, yeah. And he kept, my kid kept you know, sending me you the know freaking voicemail. you know he's doing that when I know he's him. doing it because there's it's no ring. It's just like, it makes you smile. Voicemail. But no, it doesn't. I get mad at my kid. Like, you want to come home and like, Discipline him. Yeah. <laughs> a children's book. If you need someone else. I'm doing timeouts. I'm a father that never thought I'd do timeouts. Yeah, yeah. Because I told all my friends, oh, timeouts I'm, a, I'm a, so dumb when my mom did that. I was like, this is stupid. Mom. I think they're dumb when you get a certain, but my kid is actually, I'm surprised my kid is actually scared, but you have to put him in timeout. My wife just threatens. I do it. So that's why he respects. I'll put him in his little crib and don't let him leave his room for like five minutes. Man. And that, and that affects him so much. And I love it. I laugh. I think it's funny. I don't know. That's cute. Because my dad beat me. I, so. yeah, I, I got I, I, I got the belt for a couple of years in the 80s and my mom oh, yeah. stopped. Did your that. dad make you count? Count? Oh, yeah. My dad would hit me 10 times and made, after he hit me. He made me go, what? Very few. I think there's only a couple times. And then my mom was like, no, no, no. Don't do oh, that. Oh, my mom was into it. But, she, she, my but mom we, we get spanked a lot for sure. My mom would be cheering in the back. Yeah, he also do this. He did this too. <laughs> My dad's like, timeouts, the only timeouts you got was in between swings. Like, boom, timeout, boom, timeout. So that was his thing. Yeah. So he made me count to 10. Uh, wow. And you used to put the extra underwear on? I, stuff like that? I, no, I would just be like, I was oh, just you're terrified. Man. Oh, I would put like 10 pairs of underwear on? Oh, yeah. Oh, it wasn't a planned thing. This It's very impulsive mood. It was just like, it's happening right now. Oh, there was really? no, oh, like, no planning for the belt. I would rather that. Like oh, it my, was just like, oh, oh, my, no, my, my day's about to be horrible. No, my, my dad came home at 6.30. And my mom was like, when your dad gets home, he's going to take care. So I oh, knew. that's torture. Oh, I know. I would get home at like 3. So for three and a half hours, I knew I was going to get a beat down. It only happened four times. 
Oh, yeah. So I would try to go to bed at like six. My dad would like, wake up this time. And I would get it. Oh, oh yeah. good, bro, that's awful. That's, oh, no, why, that's fine. I mean, you turned out fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't spank my kid. I time out him. You know, but I thought in my mind I would. Well, you see, yeah, you're a nice guy. Because I feel like you got to. I, I can't I, have a kid. I can't, I feel myself. I, I might. Like, I feel like kids need to fear you. Now. Yeah, I feel like kids need to fear you, though. You know, a little bit. A little bit, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, they so he fears the, the timeouts, I'm fine. Yeah. As soon as he talks crap to me, oh, that's a different. We, well, we'll see what happens. Wait till he's 13. Oh, the teenage years when they start to resent the parents. Where, where are you in dating? Are you you got somebody? You looking, ladies? Look at this man. Put the camera on him. Like you get look at. Oh my God, that's terrible. Oh. Uh, ladies, uh, this is Michael Lenoche. He is single. What type of girl are you looking for? Um, you Breathing. know, just a, a born a female, um, blonde, brunette. What I, ethnicity? You know what's funny? I've dated a lot of blondes. It's funny. We're going to be in Addison, one of my ex-girlfriends. She's coming to the show. Is she really? Yeah. You'll meet her. She's really- Oh, I get to judge. She's a sweetheart. Um, but it just didn't work out. But I- Why? I, did you cheat on her? No, I didn't. I, dude, I, I, I'm, I'm not a cheater. Really? Yeah. No, no, no I'm oh, not. Wow. That's part of the reason I why I'm that. single because like, I like to like- Have you been cheated on? I don't know. Oh, really? You don't stay- Maybe. It's not for me to know. Yeah, it is. You I don't it. care now. What's the point? But have you ever been cheated on? I don't know. You don't know. You really don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure it's possible. But I've been then again, on I've once. never been. I've never really. I've been in like two long relationships that were like a year, and okay. then other relationships were like short. So it's like I don't know. Maybe you're 35. I doubt it. Yeah. Okay. But part of the reason I like being single is because I like. I don't want to. I don't want to cheat. I want to be a good boyfriend, but also I'm like, I like to like. You know, I tried it. You remember, I like I dated a girl maybe yep. a few months ago, mm-hmm. and it, even after a month, I was like, what, "What am I doing? I'm just like locked into this." Gotcha. And, and, and I don't, I you don't, don't want to be, I don't want to be held. I, nothing, man. I'm just like, and I'm very upfront with girls. I'm like, like a, I, I'll meet a girl, we had a drink, we hook up, and then she's like, "Hey, let's go like do a hike," and I was like, "No, I'm not into that at all." I was like, "I'm not looking for you anything." Know, you like know, you know. Let me let me give you. Yeah, now, honey, don't listen. This was when I was single. Yeah. Uh, the best line I used on the first date, which which messes with girls, yeah. is, look, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just here to have fun. Yeah. Because they'll be like, oh, what are, oh I, this is awesome. I'm just here to have fun. Yeah. As soon as you say, I'm just here to have fun, yeah. you have no responsibility. Yeah. And in their mind, for some reason, oh, watch this. I'm going to get them. Yeah. Like, it's a challenge to them. By you just going... I uh, just here to have fun. They're like, I'm gonna lock that. Listen, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm just here to have fun. So if you're cool for that, slide into the DMs. DMs. Tell everybody, watch how many DMs you get. I've already got a couple from last time. Really? Yeah, I was like 57 year old divorced mom from Oklahoma. <laughs> so you said yes. I was like, hey, how are you? <laughs> all right. Where can people follow you, man? Just, you know, they'll figure it out. It's all in, in the info yeah, well, of the, the podcast. Info, we'll put it you at the bottom I mean? of the box. I always make fun of Every time I'm on podcast, they're like, oh, throw out your stuff. I'm like, if they like you, it's in the info of the podcast you're listening to. But sometimes to. you got to yeah. understand, people. it's called a podcast. People listen to it. Michael Inochi. How do you spell Inochi? It's like Jay Leno with a chi at the end. C-I, though. Just C-I. Oh, my God. You made it more confusing. It's Leno with a C-I. Okay. There you go. Thank you for stopping by, bro. Do you think uh, Do you think I should be single? Yeah, you're not ready. I can tell. I'm I've just hung too out with immature. you. 
Huh? I'm too immature. No, 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 no. Because I'm immature, but I'm yeah. ready. Like I can't. Like here's the difference between me and you. After we perform, you could go out and, yeah. and meet girls. Like me, even if I wasn't married, I don't have the energy for that. Yeah, I, yeah. I just want to go home. Yeah. Like that's the difference. When a guy, like, look, I got married like in my late 30s. Yeah. So I'm married now. My wife's gonna get the second half of my life, the part that goes downhill. So I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> She gets the worst half. I need to find someone who's going to take the worst half. The worst half. You know, guys, if you can make it to like 38, 39, 40, I mean, you're going to die by 80, 85. So they'll just catch your downside. You're down 40. Yeah. And you don't want to die alone. So that's why I'm like, and I love my wife. Yeah. But I can't do anything anymore. I can't go out. I can't. I ain't got the energy for that. Just thinking about going out makes me tired. Oh, I hate, I don't like doing it. I'm just more of like, I want. My, st- I want to be stable, stable, but in, even in that waiting first. for chicks, like when I was single, waiting for chicks to come up, literally, yeah. if a girl said, I'll be there in two hours, I would be sleeping. Wow. Yeah. That's- I love being married because I know what's going to happen. I, I talk about it on stage. Single is for single people like unpredictability. Like you would love a girl to text you right now and go, "Hey, I'll be at your house in thirty minutes." You'd yeah, be like, hell I'll be, yeah, yeah, I'll be, I'll be there thirty five like, minutes. Like me, like even if I was single, I'd be there in thirty minutes. Like, oh no, yeah, it'll take me like it, it, that. Is right that uh, part of it is like wanting to be single is like I, I like to be open to like that. That yeah. Like, oh okay. But sure. me, but me, I love my wife. So I like being home. I like being with her. I hate leaving her, but yeah. I got to do it. It's my job. Like I really hate leaving my wife sure. and son. And new baby that's coming yeah, soon. Yeah, and I want that life, but it's so funny. It's just like, I guess not yet. I can't wait to get to the level of a Chris, a Sebastian, a Joe Coy, where my bus will be a family bus. Like kids running around. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. my dream. Most people are like, oh, we're going on tour. You know? No. I, 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 like, it's so funny if, like, to get to that level, I'll be too exhausted to be like, we're going on tour. Like, I always think I'm like, nobody, uh, at that point, I'm going to be tired. Yeah, right? You just be like, oh, here we go. Yeah. All right, dude. Thanks, man. Thank you, buddy. All right. Uh, follow the pod. Make sure you give it five stars. Leave comments. I need it. And if you ever want to see a video, the videos on these, we do it live on Facebook and on YouTube. Later.